Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello, everybody. There's a word in my spirit. It's called walk on water. It's found in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 22 to 32. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, Jesus, that is, went up the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary the boat he put his disciples on was in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary verse 25 now in the fourth watch of the night jesus went to them walking on the sea and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a ghost and they cried out for fear but immediately jesus spoke to them saying be of good cheer it is i do not be afraid and peter answered and said Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. You gotta love Peter. And so he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on water to go to Jesus. Verse 30, but when Peter saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith why did you doubt and when they got into the boat the wind ceased verse 33 then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him saying truly you are the son of god father thank you for the entrance of your word give it light and understanding to the simple thank you for illumination today in jesus name now the when you see the word water in scripture it could signify several things the three cardinal things it could signify number one is the word the water whenever you see water in scripture it could signify the word of the lord what's the scriptural basis for that ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 and 26 says husband love your wives just as christ has loved the church and gave himself for her that he may sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word now another thing that water could signify is the spirit of god the book of john chapter 7 verse 37 on the last day the great day of the feast jesus stood and cried out saying if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink and he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water but he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the holy spirit was not yet given because jesus was not yet glorified so there is a footnote in that scripture that says that Jesus was speaking of the Spirit. So you can see that the rivers of living water speaks 
of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So the gushings through our spirit is from the Holy Spirit. And it's important because at the time that Jesus had made this declaration, Jesus had not died yet. He had not paid the price and he had not been glorified. So the Pentecost had not come yet. So that was what John was trying to highlight in verse 39, explaining that the preceding verse was declared by Jesus before the coming of the Spirit of grace. So now that the Spirit has come, now out of your bellies, out of my belly, out of your belly listening to us can flow rivers of living water. Why can he do that? Because Jesus has been glorified. So there are two things so far that we've learned that the water in scripture can represent. One is the word. The second is the Holy Spirit. But the third is the one that we really want to lay emphasis on today. The third thing that the water can represent, it can represent an obstacle. It can represent a storm. Now, when you talk about a storm, a storm has two components. One, it has the water. The other, it has the wind. Just water alone will not suffice for a storm. But when you add wind to water, then you have a storm. Maybe some of you are listening to us today and you are facing a storm. And you are facing a difficult situation. You are facing an obstacle. There is something in your way. I've come by the Spirit of grace and God has asked, to encourage you with this word. You know, there were three, so to speak, dispensations in the spirit according to the scripture regarding water and storm. Three things that had to do with bodies of water and storms in scripture. And they came in different levels and different grades. They built up from one level to the other. There are two accounts in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament that we're going to look at. The first one is a very popular one. You can find it in the book of Exodus chapter 14. It is the crossing of the Red Sea by a group of people. Over one million Israelites crossed the Red Sea on dry land. Exodus 14 verse 21. And then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went through the sea in the midst of dry ground. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So get the picture. God sent a strong east wind throughout the night that split the sea into two. And on one side was a wall of sea, frozen sea probably. And on the left side was a wall of frozen sea. And the people of Israel walked through on dry land. Now that is one level of faith. Remember they were facing a difficult situation. They had the Egyptians behind them and they had the Red Sea in front of them. So they were caught between a rock and a hard place as people will say in our dispensation. They were caught in a difficult situation. Now their faith was being tested and you could see they were paralyzed by fear because they started crying out to Moses, why did you bring us out here to die? Well you know sometimes fear can make you say things that after time you wonder why did I even say that? But God is merciful. If you are afraid of a situation, be of good 
future. There is deliverance coming. God told Moses, why are you crying unto me? Stretch forth your hand and the Red Sea will part. And that's what I'm, so that's what I call the beginner's faith. It is that faith that speaks, I will not move until God removes the obstacle. Now the person in this faith level believes God, but he believes God only to the point until that has been removed, then he can move. The second level, the second body of water is the crossing of the river Jordan. The book of Joshua chapter 3 verse 15. And as those that bore the ark came to the Jordan, the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped at the edge of the water, for Jordan overflows all its banks during the time of harvest. And the waters came down from upstream and they stood still. Now when the priests who bore the ark of the covenant stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, all Israel crossed over on dry land and all the people crossed over completely. So the quick story here is this was a new dimension. The river Jordan was overflowing its banks, but God did not tell Joshua, stretch forth your sword and I'll separate river Jordan. No, God told Joshua, let the people that bear the ark, let them step on the Jordan. The moment they step on the Jordan, it will part. And that's exactly what they did in faith. Can you imagine these people bearing the Ark of the Covenant? They are coming to a river that is overflowing and they have enough faith to say, you know what? I'm going to obey the word of the Lord. So they step on the water and miraculously, the minute their feet, the Bible says, the minute their feet dipped on the water, that water began to separate. That water parted. Now that's the next level of faith. That's a faith of somebody that says, you know what? I'm going to step out on the word of the Lord. But this level of faith, as glorious as it is, they needed a physical structure to help them secure their faith because they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Then there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need to hold on to a physical word. I'm talking about a physical Bible because those days they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant, which represented God's presence in their lives. Now, the next one is the one that we read earlier today. It's the one that Jesus comes walking on water. And somebody called Peter, said, if it is you, Lord, ask me to come to you. Now, the Bible records that Peter stepped out on the water and he began to walk on the water. Now, it, it makes it even more miraculous and even helps you be, 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 just, be, just, be just excited at the faith of Peter that the winds were contrary. The winds, when Peter stepped on that sea, the winds were still blowing. They were still tempestuous. It was still boisterous, but Peter stepped out of the boat. And I've come to a word with for somebody today. Perhaps you're listening to us and you're watching the winds, you're watching the waves, but fear will not let you step out of the boat. Hear the word of the Lord. It is time to step out. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4. He who considers the winds will never sow. He who considers the clouds will never reap. The Bible says in the living, in the living translation of that same scripture, if you are waiting for perfect conditions, you will not get anything. If you are waiting for perfect conditions, you will not get it. There is somebody listening to us today. God has given you a word, but you are waiting for perfect conditions. Hear the word of the Spirit. There is no perfect condition. The perfect condition is created once that word has borne fruit in your life. Once that word has taken hold in your life, that is the perfect condition. Do not wait for a perfect physical condition because it's never going to be perfect physically. 
it can only be perfect in your spirit then as you step out of the boat as you take that chance perhaps it's a business deal perhaps it's a ministry perhaps it's a work of faith perhaps it's a charity perhaps it's a job whatever it is as long as you've heard from God it has borne fruit in your life do not wait for physical conditions to be perfect it is time to step out in the name of Jesus now a couple of things I just want to highlight before we wrap it up today one thing for sure is that Peter showed daring faith Peter showed bold faith. Now, some people say that Peter started sinking. I know he started sinking, but he was the only one that walked on water with Jesus. Now, I know people will say, but Peter sank when he saw the waters and the waves. Yes, he sank, but Jesus saved him. He was in a position for Jesus to save him. I encourage you today, step out of the boat. God will catch you. You will not fail. God will catch you. You see, the Bible says that they were toiling all night. But the Bible now says at the fourth watch, came the son of God walking on water. <laughs> now, the, the, the Romans, the Romans, what they do, they did those days and they broke up the times of the day into four parts, four parts of three hours. So the fourth watch was from, from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. You see, the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You see, it's okay if you're crying at night, but, but it's okay, maybe it's terrible, but maybe the devil has been afflicting you, but, but tell that devil, just wait till the morning don't let me see the morning if i ever see the morning there is a god that is about to deliver me because weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning ah don't let me see the morning because if i should see the fourth watch my savior comes at the fourth watch and i thank god for his deliverance so maybe you're listening to us today Maybe you're here today. You just tuned into this radio broadcast and you're hearing this guy just yell sometimes and stare to share sometimes and you're wondering, what are we talking about? We're talking about a king that saves. We're talking about a God that saves. Maybe you don't yet know him as Lord and Savior. This is a perfect time to receive him. All you need to do, confess with your heart. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord and he'll be your Lord and Savior. Can I pray with you? Lord Jesus, can you pray after me? Lord Jesus, I confess that my sinner, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior today. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the body of faith. Remember, don't stay on the boat. You too can walk on water. Step out in faith. God bless you. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.